Hey everyone, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. My name is Meredith, very excited to have you here today. It is currently Monday night. I am sitting at my kitchen counter with my laptop, my microphone, and a candle burning, but don't be fooled. It has been not a very relaxing day. (laughs) I just want to start this episode by being real. I have kind of had a weird day. And what I've realized is that the day has not been weird because of anything that actually happened to me. It literally was all created in my mind. Like I was literally just minding my own business, doing my work. And suddenly my mind just started to, you know, torture me as it does sometimes and create all of these situations and scenarios that may or may not even exist, but it's crazy how powerful our minds are because once we like convince ourselves that something could be real, like all of a sudden it is real and it affects our entire mood, our attitude, like mental health for sometimes just a day, sometimes for many days, weeks, months, years. Like it's crazy the power that our mind holds. And I just caught myself later today recognizing like, okay, I'm feeling pretty sad right now. I'm not in the best frame of mind, but it's literally not because of anything that even happened today. Like I'm fine. Nothing is out of the ordinary. I'm just over here making myself stressed for no reason, which sounds really bad, but I share that because I feel like that is hopefully a common experience. Um, just when you start spiraling, you start spiraling. And it literally wasn't about anything important. It's just, you know, about people and perceptions. And that's always what it is, isn't it? It's like, what do people think of me? Does everyone hate me? Am I weird? Am I embarrassing? Like, all of those things. Um, So, yeah, it's just crazy how, like, one little thought about that can suddenly spiral into oh, everyone hates me and my life is terrible. That's not true, but sometimes your mind can convince you that it is. So that kind of was where my mind was at today, but it's okay. We are trying to get over this um, little bit of a hurdle that we encountered. I spent like two hours at the gym because that is um, what puts me in a better mood, to be honest with you. So that could be toxic. I'm not sure, but hey, I mean, Genuine Gains is about physical health, mental health, so it kind of tracks. And then I came home, I ate dinner, and now I am doing this because this also puts me in a better mood. And hopefully it will put you in a better mood too. I hope that didn't just bring you down. But it does kind of relate a little bit to today's topic. Today's topic is really an extension of what I have been discussing over the past few weeks with the new year and just how I'm kind of taking a different approach to the new year this year um, and kind of trying to give myself a little bit more grace and not put so much pressure on myself to create all of these crazy goals and resolutions because that can kind of be overwhelming for me and not so great for my mental health. Uh, this episode is really focused on this concept that I just started really 
thinking about over the past month or two. Um, It was actually, I think, my therapist who originally told me this. And since that point, I've really been thinking about it a lot and talking with other people in my life about it. And it's really just this concept that you can't change everything about your life at once. And that's okay. I know that sounds so obvious, but I want to talk about it today because especially if you're trying to either start or maintain a health journey of any kind, it can be easy to get demotivated or overwhelmed because it feels like so much to focus on. Like you've got your physical health in what you're eating, you've got your fitness, you have sleep, you have your mental health, of course, and you want to take time for yourself, but you also, you know, want to socialize and have time with others. And so just in the health space alone, there are so many different things you can focus on and that can get overwhelming, not to mention everything outside of the health space. You know, you've got work or school You've got family, friends, relationships, you've got hobbies, literally, I could go on, you get the point. There's so much in life to think about all the time. And yeah, it's stressful for anyone, but I think especially for others who are, you know, maybe in a similar stage of life to me in our 20s, it can feel like we have to figure everything out at once because our 20s are often the time when we are just like really trying to figure everything out for the first time. We, you know, get out of school, we start working, we sometimes move into our first place by ourselves or, you know, away from home. We are trying to like find our own identity outside of what we've known growing up. So there's like a lot of changes, a lot of like first times experiencing life in different areas and trying to figure it all out. And with that, I think many of us feel this pressure to improve and figure out every single area of our life at the same time. Even if this isn't how we frame it in our head, I think it was like a light bulb moment when I had this conversation for the first time because I recognized like, oh, that's literally what I'm doing and why I'm so stressed out about life. It's because I have some kind of expectation of myself that I need to be simultaneously working on figuring out my job, figuring out my health, figuring out my relationships, figuring out my hobbies, figuring out my living situation, like my finances, I everything. And All of those things go through my mind every day, but I am often so stressed because it just feels impossible to have the time and mental energy to actually focus on all of those areas at once. So anyway, when I heard that concept, I was like, oh, that's literally my issue. I, for some reason, believe that I have to be focusing on all of these things at the same time. And it actually really changed my perspective when I realized, one, you literally can't. It is not humanly possible. And number two, like, it's totally okay. Because it's not possible, of course it's okay. But even if it was possible, like, it is okay to not focus on everything and to have areas of your life that at any given time are 
maybe just stagnant. I feel like stagnant is always kind of a negative connotation term. Like people think of that and are like, oh, well, if you're stagnant in something, that's a bad thing because you're not improving and you should always be trying to improve. Continuous improvement, you know? But I think in this case, it can actually be a very neutral thing. And sometimes for many of us who tend to be overachievers and busy people who thrive on being productive, it can really be a good thing to allow ourselves to remain stagnant. But of course, we live in a world where everyone is always glamorizing being productive, being busy, not remaining stagnant. So of course, it makes sense why we would naturally gravitate toward wanting to fix everything, improve everything at the same time, even if it's totally unrealistic and unattainable. Like social media and society has us believe that it is the only way. And if you're not constantly striving for more in every area, you're not doing enough. I honestly, this might be a hot take, but I feel like a lot of self-help content out there can actually be super toxic because it really perpetuates this hustle culture narrative and this whole like, you know, if you're sitting on your couch right now, you're not doing enough. Like you need to get up and do something type of vibe. I'm sure we've all seen those people on social media, but even like self-help content and creators who I like, sometimes I have to distance myself from them because I I don't know, maybe it's that I'm not prepared to hear what they have to say in that moment, but sometimes it does feel like a lot of preaching of like, well, you know what, if you're not motivated, if you feel burnt out, if you feel exhausted, that's too bad. You need to keep going and doing all this stuff. Like sometimes that's just unhealthy for me to hear because I honestly from experience really and from the conversations I've had as of late have realized that it's actually healthier for me to not keep going all the time to not keep doing more all the time like to actually chill out in certain areas of my life and let myself breathe but a lot of creators out there a lot of content out there is just going to tell you no matter what you can always do more, you should always do more. And I think that makes it even harder to believe in this concept. So I'm not sure if this is something that, you know, is like an unpopular opinion or if I'm just coming on here and doing a hot take, but I wanted to talk about it from my perspective because I am that person who is very goal-oriented, very much that achiever mindset, very much wanting to better my life in every way. And is susceptible to like listening to that content and feeling like, oh, I'm not enough if I'm not improving in every area. So if you're like that too, I'm right there with you. But let me give you a couple of examples of, you know, how I've kind of started to realize that it is okay to not focus on every area of your life at once and to kind of pick one or two things maybe that feel the most pressing, most important to you right now, focus on those and then, you know, reevaluate whenever, whenever you feel like you need to. So the first example I'm going to give is honestly work. This isn't related to health. This isn't related 
specifically to what Genuine Gains is all about, but I do want to talk about work a little bit because I kind of went through this phase last year where I was really heavily focused on figuring out like what I wanted to do with my job and not just that, but performing at this crazy level or trying to perform at a crazy level. There were definitely roadblocks that got in the way of me doing that sometimes. Won't get into that here, but I was so committed to figuring things out with my job. I really wanted to just get as involved as possible in the company, do everything that I was supposed to do and more. I, I, and I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, part of it was because I enjoyed it. And part of it was because I did want, you know, to advance or to get some kind of recognition. And that sounds really bad to say, but I think it's real. Like, I think it's a real reason a lot of us work hard at work because, you know, we want to get something out of it. But obviously I wouldn't have done it if I didn't enjoy it. My point is like, I put so much into work, but I put so much into work at a time when my health was really struggling. And so I was also trying to focus on my health. I was trying to go to doctor's appointments all the time outside of work and awkwardly tell people at work like, hey, you know, I have this stuff going on outside of work, but I didn't really want to tell them what it was. I was just kind of like in and out of the office. And that was stressful because I was like, okay, I've got these two things to balance. At the same time, I was, you know, trying to keep like my workout schedule. I was trying to eat like somewhat decently. I was trying to sleep. I was trying to take care of my mental health. But every time I was not at work or, you know, at a doctor's appointment or something, I was thinking about work or thinking about like my business. I was thinking about something I needed to do to be, you know, productive or something I wasn't doing enough of. And that was just making my health even worse. Um, which that kind of will get into my second example. But I think trying to focus so heavily on work at a time when my health was really struggling, it just put me in a worse place, to be honest. I was not able to focus on either one effectively because I was so burnt out and so exhausted from trying to juggle both at once. And yet I thought it's what I was supposed to do. Like, of course, I I couldn't just let go of work. Like, even if I didn't, you know, always feel the best or if I had things going on with my health that I needed to take care of, like, I still needed to give my 110% at work. I didn't realize for a while that it is okay to give 100%. It's okay sometimes to give... 85%, you know, like, and I'm at the point now, it's crazy, like, what a shift my mindset has made over the past few months with this, but I'm at the point now where I think getting so burnt out from that, like, constant feeling of needing to do more and achieve more and prove myself, like, it made me realize, like, wow, that really took a toll on me in every area, like, I need to watch that, <laughs> and now I'm able to kind of approach it differently and 
you know, not always be so attached to the work I'm doing and giving 110% every single day if I have other things going on. But I guess my whole point of sharing that example is that, you know, I thought I was doing the right thing. I was focusing on work. I was focusing on my health. I was focusing on everything I thought I needed to. And it actually ended up backfiring because my health got worse, in my opinion. I definitely felt like my work was not... It's interesting because I was working very hard, but I felt like the quality of my work actually went down during that period because I just couldn't bring my full self to work during that time and give like the best quality that I could produce. Um, and I just wasn't as happy because you know, I was tired. There was a lot that I was trying to juggle. So, you know, what I thought was a good thing ended up being not so great. And of course, sometimes it takes going through a situation like that for you to realize like, oh, I need to make a change. But hopefully if you're listening to this, whether you're in a similar situation right now or not, you can kind of use this and use it as a reminder to like, hey, make sure, you know, you check yourself every now and then and see where your priorities are. And if you're trying to prioritize literally everything at once, like maybe, uh, just, just think that through a little bit because I don't want you to get in a similar boat that I've been in. So that is definitely one thing that I would say has, uh, taken a toll on me, made me realize like, Hey, I cannot be focusing on both of these to the level I want to, at the same time. I think that's the hard thing too, not to go off on another tangent here, but I think it can be hard sometimes when you actually want to be able to focus on everything and you literally feel like it's so hard to do and you can't. And that's because you you can't. Like we're human. We can only do so much in a day. But I think I have to acknowledge that sometimes it can be hard to let go of things just because we actually do want to uh, focus on them. Like, yes, there's that societal side where it's like the pressure to fix everything and improve everything. But I think sometimes we genuinely want to do a lot and we just feel like we can't handle it all. So that is something I felt like I have gone through um, with the second example I'm going to share, which is kind of the interplay between my mental health and physical health. So this is definitely more related to genuine gains and kind of the content I try to talk about on here. So if you're into all the health stuff, here you go. I, I have always tried to strike a balance between taking care of my physical and mental health But as I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of elements to taking care of yourself. And I think a lot of people make it seem like health in general is like something not easy, but it's like, oh, if you're focused on your health, like that means, you know, you're able to eat well, exercise, sleep, and focus on your mental health and like being there for yourself and journaling and meditating and also hanging out with friends and getting outside and like, it just, again, the pressure, right? It's all there. But I I really started to feel this pressure to focus on both my physical health and mental health to 
kind of unrealistic extents when I started training for my marathon. And it's kind of funny because my next episode is going to be dedicated to my running journey, which I wish you could see me. I'm like definitely putting that in quotes because I'm not someone who would consider myself like a serious runner, but here I am about to run a marathon. Um, I've learned so much from that journey, by the way, which is why I'm making an episode on it. But part of that journey started with a very unhealthy relationship between my physical and mental health. And honestly, it's still something I'm kind of struggling with. So I don't want to pretend like I have it all figured out. Um, But as I'm sure you can imagine, or maybe you know if you've trained for a marathon before, it is very intense. You are running a lot of miles every week, and it it literally takes over your life. Like I that sounds dramatic, but if you know, you know. Like when you have to run 20 miles for a long run, like unless you're like an Olympian that's going to take you at least a few hours. You know what I mean? So you have to block the time for it. You have to find, you know, a good route to run. You have to like mentally prepare yourself, physically prepare yourself with hydration and fuel and everything. Like it is basically like an all day event for those long runs. (laughs) And even the training runs during the week, like at this point in my training, I'm like two weeks out from it. So I'm kind of tapering down now, but I was doing like an eight mile run was like a normal training run during the week. That wasn't a long run. That was just like normal. Even that, like that takes over an hour for me. So it's like, okay, I have to account for that. And then obviously stretching and warming up, like there's a lot that goes into it. Anyway, (laughs) I will talk more about that in my next episode if you're interested, but I I wanted to paint the picture a little bit here because if you can't tell, it's it's a lot. <laughs> and the the physical demands it puts on your body is a lot in itself. Like I have never been I I mean, I've been very lucky, knock on wood. I haven't necessarily had crazy injuries. And I want to attribute that a lot to actually trying to stretch. Yoga, I feel like has actually really helped me in that. Um, but still like you can feel it on your whole body. (laughs) It hurts. You're sore a lot. You are like constantly thinking about have I stretched enough? Do I need to do more foam rolling? Like, am I doing something wrong? And like, why does this hurt? So you're kind of constantly feeling those physical effects and you're also constantly thinking like, okay, am I eating right for this? Am I like, you know, on my plan? Am I doing enough other kinds of workouts to kind of like balance this? And am I making sure to keep strength in there and all this stuff? And am I getting enough sleep? So there's all that physical health stuff. And then of course, as I said, I like to try and also keep my mental health a priority. But to be honest with you, um, that is something that got really hard for me at the beginning of this training. I was going from not having run a lot (laughs) um, in like a year to suddenly training for a marathon. I did a half marathon about this time last year and then I was like, oh, I need a break. That was crazy. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. And look at me, I'm 
crazy. Um, so I had started this from not really running a ton since the half marathon. And so that alone was like a lot of physical demand on my body. And I honestly didn't know how to manage it alongside my mental health. Like I felt like running was literally taking over my life. And I was like, okay, I want to be physically healthy. I want to do this, but I could just feel my mental health kind of slipping. Like I was super anxious. I was, and honestly, like I was just so exhausted and I still am many days. Like I'm not going to act like this is all gone. Like I can tell, like this is just draining in every way. And I feel like I don't have the same focus I used to before I started training for this. I don't have the same like regulation of my emotions. So I already am an anxious person, but I feel like I have less control over it sometimes because I'm so tired, like physically and mentally. And I think it is kind of, I don't know, it's hard because I am working so hard for this marathon, but it is so physically and mentally taxing. Like I want so badly to also focus on my mental health. I want so badly to focus on like really doing that self-care and all of that stuff, but it feels like so much work on top of running. And it sounds so backwards because your mental health, I like, I preach that. I think mental health should always, you know, come first, but I'm over here like prioritizing running every day over literally like my own mental sanity. (laughs) Um, So do not take me as an example here, but I share this because that is an example of how, you know, trying so hard to focus on both the physical and mental health pieces of your health journey can sometimes be really difficult. And I felt a lot of pressure to get both of them right. But what I've kind of come to realize is that like, yeah, I'm not saying it's healthy for me to be in a place where I am too exhausted to take care of myself mentally. But sometimes I do think like one thing is going to take priority over another. And for me right now, like I'm training for this race and it has been, it has been literally six months of training. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you. There was a time like a few weeks ago, a month ago, maybe where I was so tired. I was like, I, I don't know if this is really healthy for me to keep going through with this, but then of course there's that part of me that's like, okay, Meredith, you literally, you signed up, you paid over a hundred dollars for this. And that aside, that's just one part of it, but you have put in so much, like you would feel, you would not get over it if you quit now. Like I know myself, I just would go crazy if I gave up. So I'm not giving up, I'm doing it, but and as bad as it sounds, it's like, I do have to accept the consequences of that. Like, obviously I have, I have made a lot of changes since I started training where I'm like, okay, I am not going to do this in an unhealthy way. Like if there's something that's going to affect my physical health, like if I find that like, 
I'm going too hard during a run or I'm not recovering enough or I just like feel like I literally can't move one day, I'm not going to force myself to keep going because I know that's just going to be worse on my mental health as well as my physical health. But I... I still am kind of in that mindset of like, okay, I do have this goal. I set this for myself and I know I'm going to be really proud of myself and happy when I accomplish this. And I really am doing it for myself at its core. Like I'm not doing it for other people. I'm not doing it for, you know, praise or status or whatever. Like I really am doing it because it's something I want to do. I want to you know, prove to myself I can do it and like just remind myself of everything I'm capable of, all those things. That sounds cheesy, but I know that I'm going to be, you know, actually better off once I complete it. It's just the process of getting there that's hard. And I'm having to realize like, okay, there may be days where like, I feel like I can't do my normal routines, my self-care, like And I might have to forego those sometimes. And you know what? That's okay because I'm putting a lot of focus into this goal and I'm going to, you know, be better off for having achieved it. That's just another example of, you know, not being able to focus on everything, even as it relates to health. And I know like the more I say it, I'm like, oh, this probably is coming off so wrong because I'm not trying to say "Eh, it's okay if you don't focus on your mental health, but at the same time, it's like, we cannot be doing all of that every single day. And it seems like in this self-help world, like everyone is just able to always be taking care of their mental health perfectly and never misses a day with their little routines and self-care habits. And I'm over here, like I'm missing a lot of days right now, but all that to say, I know this is getting a little lengthy, so I'm going to wrap it up with a couple of just key points, key messages I want to get across through these examples I just shared. The first is that I've really been realizing the importance of just finding self-acceptance where you are right now in every area of your life. And I talked about this some in my last episode, so apologies if I'm just repeating myself here, but I really think it can't be stressed enough. We live in a world where there is so much pressure to be better at everything, and sometimes the best thing we can do for ourselves is actually not try to be better, but instead accept ourselves for where we are at with certain areas of our life, with every area of our life, really. But I think so many times we just don't even allow ourselves the grace of accepting where we are because we always think, you know, we can't be there. We have to be somewhere else. We have to be somewhere better. I think at the same time, it's really important to trust in yourself that you are going to get where you want to be in every area of your life. You just might not get there as quickly as you want. You might not get there in every area at the same time, because again, it's not possible to focus on improving every little thing at once. And of course, we all have these ideal visions of our life and we would all love to, you know, be in XYZ place at the end of this year, at the end of this month, you know, tomorrow, whatever it may be. And sometimes we get a little unrealistic with it. But I think just knowing, number one, 
that it's okay that you are with where you are. And number two, trusting that you are going to figure it out when the time is right. Those things will really help you find a lot of peace and and clarity as well as to what areas of your life you might want to focus on more right now. Because for me, like I just kind of mentioned, yes, it sounds silly, but this goal of running a marathon, that is a huge focus of mine right now. And I do understand for myself why that is a goal. I understand why that's a big focus. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. I know to some people that might sound crazy to prioritize running a marathon over other things, but that is where I'm at in life. And it will be over in two weeks. So then we will reevaluate. And I think that is what's getting me through, honestly, is knowing there's an end date on that. And it's not like I'm going to be in this state forever. But whatever it is for you, whatever you feel is most pressing in your life right now, I know it could feel like everything. But typically, for me at least, there's always been something that's like really big that just feels really imminent, really important for me to focus on and take care of above all else right now. And I would encourage you to do some reflection, figure out what one or two things or parts of your life that might be for you. And yeah, absolutely put in the resources and time and effort to improving those areas. I think that's great. But I would really encourage you to take this message of, you know, all those other areas that you've been trying so hard to improve and feeling so burnt out by, just take the pressure off yourself for a minute and let them be. At work, for example, I had to take the pressure off to focus on my health, to focus on other things going on in my life. And honestly, just to be mentally sane, (laughs) I had to take the pressure off myself. And I also had to recognize like, I might not know exactly what I want out of my career right now. I might not know exactly what I want my job to look like. I might not know exactly what I'm doing in my job, but that's okay. And I trust that I'm going to figure it out. I'm actually getting closer every day, even if I don't realize it, just by going to work, doing my job, I'm learning things about myself, my job, and I'm going to get there. But I don't have to be putting so much mental energy into that if that's not going to serve me right now. So whatever it is for you that you've been like overly stressed about, figure out like, can you take that pressure off or can you take that pressure off somewhere else, wherever it is? And just give yourself the self-acceptance, give yourself that feeling of trust that you are going to figure it out and allow yourself to work on whatever it is you want to work on right now and leave the rest. Not to say that you don't still have goals for those things and you know, you're just going to let them go completely, but just don't put so much pressure on them because you can't focus on all of it and you know, it actually will help you be more productive and more successful in whatever areas you really do want to focus on right now and those other areas when you do choose to come back to them. I really just went off there. (laughs) I guess it's because I'm kind of passionate about this subject and it's literally just a realization I came to over the past couple months. So I am literally just sharing my journey and learnings as I have them. It's kind of crazy to think 
through like all the different things I've talked about on this podcast over the years and how much my mindset has shifted since I started and it will probably continue to shift like things I'm saying right now will probably just evolve over the next several years but that's the beautiful thing about podcasting and growing up and learning things so I hope you got something out of this I hope wherever you are right now you can just take a deep breath give yourself a little bit of grace Maybe, you know, do some reflection if you want to, whenever feels right, and let yourself kind of live without that constant pressure to do everything at once. I will be back very soon with my running episode, so get ready for that. But until then, have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!